We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. to the new year, the new year that, that is 2022, yeah, let's go with that, 2022, yes, uh, I mean, honestly, it's, um, it's been such a strange time in this pandemic, uh, it's always confusing as to what day, what week, what month, what any of this is at any given moment, so I'm assuming it's 2022, and, um, honestly, nothing has changed. Who wants to listen to the kids these days? Yeah, the fibs these days, yeah, they say that we're all the same. So, today's musical highlight, spotlight, is Tones and I. So, uh, they were turned on to me by Ayla, nine-year-old Ayla. Uh, and I don't know where she heard about them, but she uh, uses the song Dance Monkey, which will be the song right after this one, as her wake up in the morning. And um, I think it's a great song. And so I thought, you know, I don't really hear anybody else talking about this band, so let's throw them in the spotlight. And, you know, hopefully they will keep making good music. So this is their EP. This is only six songs. Uh, it's called The Kids Are Coming, and it has Dance Monkey on it. Uh, they have another album. It's more songs, but I wanted this one for the specific song. So, boy, howdy. You know, I wish I had something to offer as like, hey, here's a hot take on a news item, or this is a fun thing to say for the time capsule that is our lives, but you know, honestly, okay, look, all right, here's what you do. If you really want a good time capsule, go watch on Netflix. Um, they, they have started doing this thing called the death of, and then the year. So the death of 2020 was last year. They just released the death of 2021. And even living in this year, I have forgotten all the things that have happened during this year. So I couldn't even imagine 10 years from now, like watching back on this and going like, holy shit, like all this happened in the same year? That's amazing. So um, yeah, so look, you want a time capsule, go back and watch that. Uh, the, the Death of 2021 is out now. I really liked it. I think they're very funny. Um, they will make you angry though. So, you know, uh, so watch it and, and hope you can laugh and find the comedy in, in just the abject horror that is the insanity of the American public. All right, so let's, I, you know, I, I love a good divisive 
thing, right? So, uh, you know, um, usually it's a movie. Everybody's got, you know, very strong opinions on it. The one side loves it, thinks it's it's the greatest movie ever, and the other side is like, oh my god, this is the greatest turd I've ever seen. And this is the sound that I listen to every morning when Ayla wakes up. They say, oh my god, I see the way you shine. And so, the movie I am referring to is... The Matrix Resurrection! Uh, it is uh, playing right now on HBO Max. You don't have to go to a theater to see it. If you have HBO Max, then you can watch this movie. HBO Max, $15 a month. They've got a ton of great stuff. So they bought, I think, like Turner Classic, not Turner Classic movies, but like one of those old movie studios so you can watch like Casablanca or the Philadelphia story or like brand new movies like Dune part one uh the Matrix Resurrection all of the Matrix movies all of the Harry Potter movies so I mean this is this is uh my own personal endorsement to our HBO Max they've got a lot of great stuff Doom Patrol Doom Patrol is great um so I I would say yeah spend the 15 bucks just plow through as much content as you can and then cancel it. But anyway, so uh, The Matrix, and I can totally talk about this movie without spoilers. So if you have not seen it yet, don't worry. I'm not going to spoil anything. Oh, chorus. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. Not chorus yet. But, okay, so The Matrix, based on what I can tell and what I have read on, on other platforms, it appears that the Wachowskis, here's the chorus. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, oh, oh. I never seen it appears that the Wachowskis did not want to make this movie. And, and Warner Brothers, based on what is literally in the movie, they say, Warner Brothers was going to make this with or without us. So we are going to be the ones to make the movie. And boy, howdy, man. They, they do some big extended middle fingers to not only Warner Brothers, but kind of in a way to their fans. And just everybody that's like, it's it's literally the equivalent of just taking a table and flipping it over and, you know, rage quitting, rage quitting your job of like, I'm not doing this anymore, Blah, you know, and it's, it is stunning how they have just, just, just done what I always wanted to do, right? Like, you know, you just get pushed too far. And I got to imagine the Wachowskis, you know, they've made three Matrix movies. They did a bunch of turds, but it doesn't matter because they're getting paid every single time. Not turd or not, they're, they're getting paid. And I'm sure, look, I'm a guy. I'm a guy who's almost about to retire. And I don't think I'm that much older than them. And I certainly have never made as much money as them. So... I, you know, I got a feeling like they don't care. They don't give a shit, you know. They're, they're, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. And I, I, if given the choice, 
I'm probably, I, I'm sure I would have done the same thing, right? Like somebody says to me, hey, here's this franchise that you have created. Uh, if you don't do the next one, we're just going to get somebody else to replace you. And I'd be like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. I will do it. I will pretend like everything's cool. And then what the movie I will give you will just be me burning every bridge and making and salting the earth and making sure that literally no one can ever make a sequel to this ever again. Not me, not you, not anyone. And that, <laughs> there's, some, there's something liberating about that. There's something fun about that. Uh, because honestly, it doesn't need another one, right? We don't need more The Matrix, right? They, in, in fact, it should never have even been a trilogy. It should have been just the one, and that's all we really needed but they chose to make more or whatever. So it is that. But um, that idea of getting to really just go out and spike the football and do your victory dance and just make sure that like this ends now is a beautiful idea. Okay, so since uh, the last time I've done this, sadly, the uh, legendary, the great uh, comedian Norm MacDonald passed away. And it's interesting because um, Norm's weight fluctuated wildly in the last 10 years. And it turns out he had been battling cancer for the last nine years. Uh, and so um, it kind of makes sense. Like, you know, those drugs, those treatments that they put you on and put you through, they do a lot. They're, they are, um, they're rough on the body for sure. So uh, I, I, it's funny because I think everybody just looked at Norm and went, well, I'm eating the wrong foods, but okay, he's Norm, you know, but um, I, th that's probably what happened. But in all of this, uh, what has come out of this is uh, a lot of people have been sharing their favorite Norm clips, uh, Norm appearances, Norm interviews. Uh, personally, uh, if you can find Norm's interview show, um, I think they've scrubbed all the ones off of YouTube that he did. Uh, but it later got turned into a Netflix show, which is still good. It's not as good as the YouTube show, but hey, you can't find the YouTube show. Go to the Netflix show. He did, he was an interviewer and he interviewed all kinds of great legendary comics. Uh, and he did a great job. So, so go check that out. But the clip that has been circulating the most is, um is this one where he <laughs> was sitting next to Courtney Thorne Smith, uh, legendary beat off icon, Courtney Thorne Smith. Um, and she was there to, on Conan's uh, show to promote the movie that she was in um, called Chairman of the Board with Carrot Top. And, um, there is a podcast that they do uh, now. It's, uh, it's called Inside, Inside Conan. And it's a bunch of people who 
worked on the Conan O'Brien show and you know they gave a lot of behind the scenes stuff and because of Norm's passing they actually got Courtney Thorne Smith on their show to talk about that appearance and basically what she says is Norm did me a huge favor because when you watch that clip Norm is Norm is shitting on this movie. This movie that she is there to promote. He is shitting on it relentlessly. And rightfully so, because, you know, Carrot Top making a movie. I mean, say what you want about Carrot Top being a stand-up. Carrot Top making a movie, eh, maybe not such a great idea. But um, she was not proud of the movie. She had been on... Uh, Melrose Place and was really kind of desperate to do comedy to really you know extend her range and show she could do other things rather than this shitty soap soap operatic television soap operatic yeah that's good enough Uh, and so she did she chose this movie you know because she probably wasn't presented with a lot of options and it's great because it when you when you watch the clip i had always hoped that this was the case that she she was enjoying this you know this thing that norm was adding to her appearance even though from the movie studio standpoint they were not happy i'm sure she does not talk about that but i'm sure they weren't happy Okay, so another thing that has delighted me is, um, so I'm on a weekly Zoom call uh, with uh, some people I used to work with, and uh, <laughs> we, we were talking about how the new season of The Witcher is coming out. And uh, if you have not seen any, if you've not seen season one of The Witcher, Boy, I don't know. I mean, I played the video game. I loved it. Um, the video game is based on the books, which if I did never read the books. But if you have not read the books or have not played the video game, God, I can't imagine you watching this Netflix series because it's there's a lot. There's a lot. And I just can't imagine just being like, oh, sure, you know. Uh, you know, because he's got like... The Witcher, like, even trying to explain what a Witcher is in this universe is so baffling because he's, like, kind of a swordsman, but he's also kind of like a... He's got, like, magic powers, but he's not like a witch. He's But he hunts monsters, and he's kind of a... a you know, it, I guess he's a Jedi, right? Like, you know, if, if you could say anything, he's a Jedi, right? Like, he's got kind of mystical powers... But he can't like do conjurings, but he works with a sword a lot, you know, whatever. It's too much. Um, but one of the things the Witcher does is uh, he's got this way of sort of like spidey senses. And uh, you can tell when his Witcher senses are activated because his eyes turn kind of a, a, a amber color and boy it <laughs> so season two i'm watching season two 
and it looks like somebody told Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, who was playing The Witcher, also, you know, who we all know as playing Superman and being a bona fide nerd and all this other stuff. Um, he, it looks like somebody told him, like, uh, hey man, Henry Cavill, you, you, uh, it's, it's a, it's a bitch to, like, get your eyes to be amber in season one, so, uh, if you could just do us a solid and, like, just open your eyes, like, more, and granted, I'm, I, look, I don't know anything, but I feel like these were people who work in special effects in, like, the editing room, and they don't. They're not on set, and they're not seeing Henry Cavill, like, bug out his eyes and think, like, oh, yeah, that was a good idea. We gave Henry the right note. Yeah, thank you, Henry, for bugging out your eyeballs and looking like you're getting your nads twisted uh, every time your, your witcher senses take off. <sighs> you know, I, uh, I get it. Like, you know, look, I, I... I'm sure they were trying to help. Everybody was trying to do the right thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I, you know, it, no, nobody's at fault here. So to just, again, put this in the time capsule, Forgetting about the time capsule of the world, the country, the pandemic, all that stuff. Um, let's just put this in the time capsule of us. And um, obviously, uh, Alexis Perplexis, uh, a listener of the podcast, um, he knows this already. But um, somebody uh, both of us went to high school with uh, died at the age of 50. She had a brain aneurysm. And boy, howdy, did that, that really messed, I mean, it shook me, for sure. Um, I, I have always had problems with stress management, and I have gone to great lengths to try and figure that out, and manage it, and make it better. And of course, as soon as uh, we found out that Tina had passed, um, I, uh, I wanted to post that bikini photo I had of her from senior year trip at Raging Waters, but I didn't! I didn't! So yay me, I get a gold star! <laughs> can, you, can you imagine how awful that would be? Just be like, in loving memory, look how great your tits looked in this bikini. No, no, I didn't do that. But so thinking, so, so, you know, I, I go on and I look up uh, what, you know, how do you know if you are going to have a brain aneurysm and what are the warning signs and how you can prevent it? And all of them point to high blood pressure and stress. And this job I have is nothing but that high blood pressure and stress. I didn't have high blood pressure until I started this job th almost three years ago, and now it's bad, and um, it seems to be getting worse. So 
that's where the retirement is coming in and I want to make it permanent. Uh, that wife of mine uh, is not so confident uh, that that's such a good idea. And look, I know it's shitty and financially it's dicey. Um, but the difference is, is that she really loves her job and I have never had a job that I've loved barely even liked. So uh, having this week, uh, so the company that I work for, we've been dark uh, since Christmas. So between Christmas and New Year's, no work has been going on. And it is very liberating to just not give a fuck about any of it. Cause I got one foot out the door and my last friend at work has a solid job offer on the table to work for another company. Whether she takes that one or one of the other five that, you know, she could possibly get. Um, I, I don't see myself at this company anymore. So what happens next? I don't know, man, but 2022, you're full of surprises. Let's just see what happens. So, from me, from the late, great Tina Schwab, you were a mother, a school teacher, loved by many. You will be missed. From the music of Bright Brown and Tones and I, stay safe, look after your health, make the most of your time. And let's do this one more time. Till then! <laughs>